welcome to The Nugget, everyone. Hope you've been enjoying these mini episodes. Do feel free to drop us an email or voice note with any questions, suggestions or requests. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is inanutshellpodcastuk at gmail.com. This week, we wanted to highlight the evidence surrounding the benefits of soya. We had a lot of feedback about the last nugget on tempeh, where we discussed the benefits of tempeh and also how to cook it. I was so pleased to hear a lot of you have tried it and are enjoying it. Yes, thank you everyone for your feedback. We had a message on Instagram as well, so we wanted to give a shout out to Francisco, also known on Instagram as the healthcoach.scientist who pointed out another health benefit of tempeh that we hadn't mentioned. Given that tempeh is a fermented soya product, um, Francisco mentioned it's likely to promote gut microbiome diversity, as well as decrease inflammatory protein markers. So thank you for that. We do agree. Today, we are talking about all soya products from tofu, tempeh, soya milk or yogurt and edamame, which I discovered today is the young soya bean harvested before they ripen and harden. But since the safety of soya products in general came up as recently as when we were speaking to our health professional colleagues last week, it makes sense to make sure we're all in no doubt on soya's role in our diet. So this week, we're looking at where these concerns stem from and what the medical evidence suggests. As we've said, there's still a myth floating around about the safety of soya. And I think that just goes to show how social media can keep nutrition myths alive, even when we have solid evidence proving otherwise. So we'll probably look at doing a full episode on soya. But for now, let's have a look at what soya is and where this confusion has come from. So soya is a legume. It contains all the nine essential amino acids and has a protein content similar to meat with more than 30 grams of protein per 100 grams. It's also a good source of fibre, of calcium, iron and other micronutrients. We have very large studies showing that soya consumption has established benefits in multiple areas, including a significant reduction in the instances of many chronic diseases such as stroke, heart disease, cancers, kidney disease, type 2 diabetes, bone health, cognitive function. (laughs) The list is endless. I could keep going on. It's incredible how this one legume can have so many health benefits. So if you do have a chance to look at this study, we will link it in the show notes. It's actually an umbrella review of both meta-analyses and systematic reviews. So it's a really large body of evidence. Given that we know these benefits exist, what is the concern? Well, I think the misconception arises from the fact that soya contains isoflavones or plant estrogens. And the myth that continues to get propagated is that these can disrupt the human endocrine system and so negatively affect hormonal health. However, a review looking at all the data so far concluded that neither soya foods or isoflavones warrant classification as endocrine disruptors. This review took into account clinical studies, observational studies, systematic reviews and meta-analyses. We'll add a link in the show notes. In fact, what's really interesting about isoflavones is how they bind to receptors. So, for example, they bind to estrogen receptors on the tissue, say in the breast tissue, they bind to the beta receptors where they have an anti-estrogen effect. And that's how they reduce the breast cancer risk. Whereas in bone, soya can have a pro-estrogenic effect 
which means it helps support bone health and it's good for bone health. So that's just perfect. In men, concerns arose about breast development from the case of one individual who had consumed several litres of soy milk per day for a prolonged period, whereas studies have consistently shown that sensible levels of soy consumption have no impact on male hormones, breast development or fertility. In fact, if men are concerned about their exposure to hormones, we would recommend dairy avoidance as we know dairy milk is produced from pregnant cows and studies have shown how dairy can increase both estrogen and progestogen levels in consumers. There'll be some people who are allergic to soya and, and shouldn't consume it, but thankfully the numbers are quite small, approximately 0.5% or less of the population. But for the vast majority, soya is a really good addition to the diet and should be consumed regularly. We aim for at least two portions a day. Mine tend to be soya milk. I like adding it to tea or coffee. Um, Sometimes I'll drink it on its own, but mainly I'll have tofu and tempeh. And recently I'm getting more into miso. Well, this week I calculated that a soya hot chocolate from almost any of the regular coffee chains would have 10 grams of protein, which somehow made me feel better about my frequent consumption of hot chocolate. And yes, I think there's obviously a real difference in how we use um, silken versus firm tofu. I use the silken tofu in desserts such as tiramisu that you can make with well, effectively rich tea biscuits. Um, look that one up and chocolate puddings. But also we make a ricotta style topping for things like lasagna or moussaka, mixing it with nutritional yeast flakes. Firm tofu obviously goes great in stir fries, but it's also my dog's favourite food. Is it? (laughs) Brilliant. I didn't know how to use tofu. And I think it's really important if you're starting to eat it for the first time to pick the right type. So there's no point in trying to put a silken tofu in a stir fry, for example. um, Disaster. That's not going to go well. Another tip is get those young soya beans, the edamame beans, get them frozen. And then it's really easy if you're making a salad in the morning, it's easy to grab a handful from the freezer and chuck them in there as well. Oh, yeah, I like that. Brilliant. So lots of ideas there for using soya. Um, And if you do already eat a lot of soya and you've got a good recipe to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. So do send us an email or a voice note. Just a reminder, we're in a nutshell podcast UK at gmail.com and that's it for our mini episode on soya so have a great week everyone Mm -hmm.